0: Uh, We are talking to Jeffrey Gurrell. This is AC Primetime Radio.
1: The reinvention of Atlantic City. It's got to be a destination city. This is AC Primetime Radio. A fascist dictatorship. I like
0: people who step outside the Overton Mm -hmm. window. I like people who push the boundaries. Mm -hmm. I like people who are dissidents. I like people who are disreputable and mischievous Mm -hmm. and interesting. This is AC Primetime Radio. With Mel Taylor.
1: (laughs) If you look at it, there there are five casinos companies in Atlantic City. Only one of them is opposing the legislation, only resorts.
0: So we are talking with New York real estate developer Jeffrey Garrell, and he's proposing to build a casino next to the Meadowlands Racetrack, in which his company runs, in addition to the Racinos, the Tioga Downs and Nichols, and Vernon Downs in Vernon, both in New York State. So right now, Mark G. Antonio, the guy that runs resorts, he's listening right now to AC Primetime Radio. What would you say to Mr. G. Antonio? He's listening right now. What would you say to him, Jeff?
1: I would say... What are you thinking the, the only hope you have is is that this passes, especially resorts? You have to drive through a slum to get to his hotel he, he's He's crazy, not only that uh he he would be an ideal partner for me to tell you the truth. The guy who owns resorts is a horse guy uh he races in monmouth um, he 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 would be an ideal partner for me i i don't I don't. I don't get it. The other four casino companies aren't opposing it uh, because basically we would have to partner with one of those five casino companies. So if it was so terrible, they'd all be opposing it. The, the opposition to this is all being funded by New York. Our own analysis shows that. that is a tiny... They would, they would lose some business. But these guys have come up with numbers that are staggering. Three to five casinos are going to close? Not a chance. Not one chance in a million is that an accurate fact. Um, go look at the Borgata. my my, uh, my son just told me, he says, they just spent... Two, tens of millions of dollars upgrading the Bogota. They don't seem to be worried about what would happen if, uh, if, if there's a casino in the north. I mean, this, it's only fair to the taxpayers in the state to get a fair shake. I mean, I, we, I think we would generate $500 million a year in taxes. The casinos that, that exist in Atlantic City, the eight or seven, they only pay $200 million. So you're looking at, 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 at two casinos in the north would pay $500 million. That's two and a half times what the eight of them pay Today and and like I said, that money is is three hundred million or so is going to go for, for our seniors, and the other the other money is going to go to help rebuild the so, town.
0: So Jeff, after thirty five years of a fairly successful casino town, Atlantic City, all that money, why when you drive in as an outsider, you see streets right off of the casino blocks. A majority of those dollars didn't make the streets cleaner, safer. Brighter, more inviting. What happened?
1: I'll tell you exactly what happened. The casino companies took all the money and built casinos outside of Atlantic City. Uh, uh, you have Caesars owns a casino 70 miles away in Chester, Pennsylvania. That was built with the money that they made in Atlantic City. Uh, you've got uh, MGM is building, a, uh, I think, it's a $2 billion resort in Maryland. They're building a a billion dollar resort in in Massachusetts that was paid for by the profits from Atlantic City. Instead, they should have gotten in a room and said, hey, guys, it looks like Pennsylvania is going to open and Maryland and New York. What are we going to do here? And they should have said, let's take this money. The profits we're making now, because before all of this happened, they were making a fortune. With an 8% tax rate, you make a fortune. This is AC Primetime Radio. Working smarter, not harder. With Mel Taylor.
0: With the other casinos, would they be inclined to make life pretty difficult for a Glenn Straub of Revel to reopen? He's sitting there, a year and a half, going on two years, can't open the Revel, which could arguably be one of the most finest buildings on the boardwalk. Are the other casinos making life difficult for Glenn Straub?
1: I couldn't tell you. It seems like he's kind of a flaky guy, but I guarantee you the other casinos are not anxious for him to open. Wait, wait, wait.
0: He's a a horse guy. He likes the ponies, but he's a polo guy. Is there any love between you and him because of uh, your love of horses?
1: not really. I've never met him. I've just, you know, read all the stories. It seems uh, I give him credit for having the brains to buy the place for, for such a cheap price. And well, wow. Paid.
0: So yeah, he gets it for eighty-two, something like that, eighty-three million. Yeah, and you, right. you look at Meadowlands. Nobody wanted that. So as so, let me uh, pose this question to you. You're a developer. You're an investor. You take shots at. You take long shots. You you, you spent money on the Meadowlands. Would you be an investor, knowing what you know about Atlantic City? Yeah, there's some downside, but you know it's along the ocean, it's beautiful, so much open land. It's so undervalued. Would you, Jeffrey Goral, would you invest in Atlantic City right now?
1: I'd only invest in Atlantic City if I thought that this referendum would pass. And if I thought the referendum would pass, I'd invest in Atlantic City in a heartbeat. I think Atlantic City... Is is just got to reinvent itself. It's it's the ideal place for people living in Florida to come up and and have a condo it's for the four months of the year that the weather's beautiful there. I mean, it's just ideal. You, you know, it's it's the views are beautiful, the boardwalk, the beach, Um, and and if you clean up the town and if you, I mean, two hundred million dollars is real money. You know, they could use they could go out right now with, with a, knowing they have two hundred million dollars a year coming in. They could probably. Uh, get a $2 billion bond issue and take $2 billion in the next 24 months and spend it rebuilding the town.
0: Mel, because I've always enjoyed his work and he's a really good guy. This is AC Primetime Radio. If the referendum passes, a yes Mm. vote, New Jersey voters on November 8th, how long does it take for you to have the grand opening of your... Of your, as, it's the Hard Rock, I would assume, right?
1: Well, it depends. We would have to partner with one of the Atlantic City casino companies, so it depends on who we would partner with. My guess is if we partnered with MGM, they would want to run it as an MGM. But, but I, I would, uh, I I happen to believe the Hard Rock brand would be a terrific brand because forget anything else. I think we could bring tourists from from Times Square. Hard Rock has a has a cafe right in the heart of Times Square, which is in a building we manage, and you could run a shuttle from that facility to the Meadowlands in 15 minutes other than two hours a day at rush hour. I mean, New York City gets 50 million visitors. So that's money that could be spent in New Jersey that's, you know, not being spent. People have to understand this opposition, you know, about Trenton and all this nonsense is being paid for by the New York... The, the New York interest. The Genting, which has a casino with, in, in Aqueduct and is building a casino in Monticello, is paying for these ads, and as is the union that represents their employees. So the, the people in New Jersey have to decide, well, let's see, do we want to send our money to, uh, uh, to Genting, who happens to be a Malaysian company, or do we want to keep the money in New Jersey? Um, and that's a simple decision. I, I can't imagine anybody wouldn't say, yeah, I want to keep the money in New Jersey. I don't want to see this money going to to to, to uh, New York. Why would you? It's crazy.
0: This is AC Primetime Radio.
1: Anyone living in Atlantic City who doesn't vote for this is crazy. You tell me they're talking about all these jobs. Well, $200 million a year has got to create a lot of jobs and not everybody works in a casino. All you got to do is look around, go look at, walk those streets and say to yourself, who's going to rebuild this? Where's the money going? I guarantee you the taxpayers are not looking to take money from the general fund to rebuild Atlantic city. The city is bankrupt. So they don't, they have no money. Not, not only are we giving $200 million a year for the next 15 years, but then it it slides down. And the, after 25 years, they get $20 million a year forever. And that's not a law, that's a referendum. So it's in the constitution. So, so Twenty-five years from now, when when all of this money d- dwindles down, it only dwindles down to twenty million. So they'll have twenty million dollars a year to use to to, to attract uh, business to Atlantic City common sense. I mean, you have casinos in New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware, Ohio, Massachusetts. Um, If you said to someone, uh, okay, we've decided we're going to allow casinos in the state of New Jersey, uh, certainly you would not then to make a decision to put all of them in one city in a part of the state that has the least population and ignore the fact that, that there's like 15 million people that live within 50 miles of the Meadowlands. I think there's three million that live within 50 miles of Atlantic City. So uh, obviously if you were starting from scratch, uh, you certainly wouldn't put 12 casinos in one city in the, in the south. Um, I love Atlantic City. I went there with my grandmother when i was was a kid um, and uh i love the i love walking on the beach i love walking on the boardwalk um I've only been there a handful of times because I'm not a gambler um, and uh uh, I stayed at the the Re- Revel before it closed, and I I loved it because I, I went downstairs and walked out on the beach, and uh, and subsequently I've stayed at the Borgata, and and while it's nice for me, it's not nearly as nice as the Boardwalk hotels because to get to the Boardwalk hotels you have to drive through a slum. Shocking people! I don't know if people in Atlantic City know what it looks like to someone who doesn't go there every day, but it's totally a shock to someone like me who goes there occasionally to see how that area has been just allowed to to decline. So, uh, I just felt that something's going to happen. It's inevitable. Plus, look, let's face it, New York City is going to have casinos eventually. I mean, they've they've put a moratorium of, of seven years, which is now six years, I think, um, in order to give the upstate casinos a chance to get open and, and operating.
0: Is there space? Is it possible to put a casino uh, in downtown Manhattan?
1: Absolutely not. They'll never put a casino in downtown Manhattan. Uh, I've been involved in New York politics for a long time. Uh, I helped get the law, write the laws that uh, the racinos operated under. And there's absolutely no desire on the part of the politicians uh, or the, the 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 players. In other words, the hotels, the theater, the restaurants. Nobody wants a casino in Manhattan, and the politicians don't either. They don't want any a, a casino where someone can uh, come out on lunch at lunchtime and walk into a casino and lose their paycheck um they they are um very sensitive to that issue and as are you know you've got the broadway theaters you've got restaurants hotels um right now you have two racinos in the in the new york area aqueduct racetrack has a racino and um Yonkers Racetrack has a Racino. So if you put a casino in Manhattan, you would wipe those two places out. So you wouldn't accomplish anything. So I think the likelihood is that they would allow those two facilities to convert to casinos, which is what's happened at Tioga. Um, right now I'm the only Racino that was allowed to convert. I'm the only one. All the, nobody, all the others were either not eligible or, or were, were unable to get a license. Um, and uh they uh and they'll probably add one that most people think to put one um in uh, in Queens, even though aqueduct is in one area maybe out by where city field is or um you know you got to put these where where people don't want these in their neighborhood uh so you've got to find a place where uh you don't have traffic problems and uh, and you don't have people living across the street so that's what makes one of the things that makes the midlands ideal is nobody lives there and, you know, they get 80,000 people to a football game, so I think they certainly could handle, you know, two or 3,000 people a day going to a, a, a casino. So we have a, a big advantage. But anyone, you know, they, they use these scare tactics and say, well, what are you going to do? New York will, will open a casino in Manhattan. Never A 100% that won't happen.
0: Uh, we are talking to Jeffrey Garrell. And this is AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor. I think Mr. Assemblyman Caputo uh, tomorrow is going to be introducing a resolution detailing how those uh, numbers, how those taxes from North Jersey gaming revenue, if passed yeah uh, during the referendum in November, how it could be distributed. do you have any insight on what this uh Caputo resolution will look like?
1: not really but but it's not rocket science What's happened uh, when Atlantic City first came along, they had to give them a low tax rate in order to encourage them to take a chance and develop and build hotels and build convention facilities. so they had a low tax rate subsequently now. All of the states that are allowing gambling are, are, are using it as a, a major source of, of tax revenue. So for example, Pennsylvania, the tax rate is, is 55% on, on slots and 16% on tables. So it's about a 40% tax rate. In New York, the two I spoke about, uh, Yonkers and, and uh, Aqueduct, uh, they pay about 60%. Um, I think in Maryland, it's Sixty percent. So, so uh, you know, these things can generate substantial amount of money for the taxpayers and in the case of this particular referendum uh, the money goes to senior citizens, disabled people, uh, it helps the local town where the, where the facility is in and it helps save horse racing. Horse racing can't survive in New Jersey. We've lost thousands of jobs and hundreds of, of acres of, of green space. If this referendum fails I don't know how horse racing can continue this is a great deal for Atlantic City. These people who are opposing it in Atlantic City, I don't get it. You tell me who's going to rebuild Atlantic City? The trick to casinos today is that the amount of money being spent on gambling is declining if you look at Vegas any place. The amount of money being spent on uh, hotels and and restaurants and shows and concerts is going up. So you need to have a facility. Atlantic City has to reinvent itself um, and appeal to people uh, who would go there for those reasons. Plus, I think you'll see some of these hotel hotels convert over to condos and sell them to people who go to Florida in the winter and are looking for a place to come in in the summer the number of of people over sixty five is going to double in the next fifty years so you're going to have a huge population of of people who are going to want to not be in Florida for the hundred and ten degree heat um, and you've got to reinvent the town and Steve Sweeney, to his credit, basically came up with a plan where about two hundred million dollars a year is going to go to help Atlantic City rebuild, help market uh, you need to you need to to bring conventions back i mean think about it. I think there's sixty or seventy flights a day from Atlanta to Las Vegas now. There are no flights from Atlanta to Atlantic City, which would be, at, what, a third of the time and a third of the cost. And, and yet, no one's coming to Atlantic City. So this is the only chance. If, if you look at what Atlantic City looks like today, if this referendum loses, that's what Atlantic City's going to look like 10 years from now, only worse. They owe $160 million to Borgata.
0: This is AC Primetime Radio. So the ponies... You love the horses, especially harness racing, even though down here in Atlantic City, you know, we had thoroughbreds. Uh, Jeffrey Guralt, did you ever spend time at the Atlantic City racetrack?
1: Never. Never been there. I heard it was beautiful, but I never did get down there.
0: Grace Kelly's father is one of the guys that, that built that thing back in 1946. But, you know, the reason I brought up the Atlantic City race course is because right now that piece of land not in Atlantic City. It's right, right outside of Atlantic City. It's sitting there doing nothing. Uh it was shut down officially back in nineteen ninety-eight. And it was uh nineteen seventy-seven when the very first casino uh resorts came here to Atlantic City. That's when it started to hurt uh thorough right. you know, thoroughbred racing right. here in town. And that is why you have uh invested in the Meadowlands and the Tioga and the and the Vernon Downs, knowing that uh, hopefully someday in the future, uh, real casino gaming could come to those three properties that you currently run, huh?
1: Well, yeah, um, but I'm really a horse guy. Um but but uh, the Meadowlands was on the verge of closing. Uh, I think it was it was literally hours away from closing. And the Meadowlands is the number one harness racetrack in the world. And had the Meadowlands closed, it would have really wiped out harness racing. And I own uh, two horse farms, uh, like you said, two two other two harness tracks in upstate New York, uh, probably you know a bunch of brood 40 broodmares i'm in i'm in every facet of it so um i really i so. felt I can't, you know, I can't let this happen. Having said that, uh, in the back of my mind, I said, that, look, it's inevitable there'll be a casino at the Meadowlands. It's ridiculous. Uh, that, that uh, you know, uh, that New Jersey... Uh, actually, you know, I called a couple of casino people and I said, what do you think is going to happen to Atlantic City? And they all said the same thing. They said, Atlantic City is finished. Uh, so I said, well, if Atlantic City is finished, then something's going to happen. And obviously uh, that was prophetic, because uh, that's what we've seen so far. This
0: is AC Primetime Radio. So uh, I know you're busy, and I want to ask you one more final question. I, uh, when you were growing up, you have a degree in civil engineering, which I thought was pretty uh, interesting, and you made the move to real estate development and then your love of uh, harness racing. The one thing I noticed that you did, and I hope that there's a an analogy here, back in the day you were a part of the, let me see here, you were the former chairman of the board for the Times Square Business Improvement District. We know that Times Square was pretty much of a mess back in the day, and nobody wanted to touch that. But today, it's the most spectacular crossroads of the world. So I kind of make the analogy that Atlantic City has its challenges, and nobody thought that Times Square could make the turnaround. What do you recall being on that board of how Times Square got its act together?
1: Simple. Uh, the city gave incentives for developers to build buildings, new buildings there. There were four or five built, a couple of hotels. And uh, uh, in fairness to, to to Giuliani and Bloomberg, they cleaned up. Uh, you know, we got rid of the, the the crime and the petty nonsense that went on. And over over, you know, the next thing you saw, Disney came in, saw an opportunity um, that because of the tourism. And now the truth is, you know the biggest problem in Times Square? It's too crowded. That's (laughs) the biggest problem.
0: So you're saying cleaning it up, incentives for real estate development, and then uh, ramping up uh, law enforcement, huh?
1: absolutely and it's it's ask anybody it's too crowded. <laughs> I'm, i have to go over there this afternoon it's too crowded; you can't even walk there well that's, so a,
0: that's a that's a good problem to have jeffrey Garrell. thank you so much for checking in with ac primetime radio we're going to talk to you soon and uh we wish you the best even though down here in south jersey they don't wish you the best but we do appreciate that you gave your side of the story here on ac primetime radio
1: Well, I hope they take another look at this. Where the money comes from to rebuild the town, that's the only question these people have to ask before they go into that voting booth. Where is that money coming from, and how many jobs is $200 million a year going to create? And if you think about it logically, you'd have to vote yes.
0: acprimetime.com and AC Primetime Radio, sponsored by Lacey Cleaning, the best in carpet cleaning and construction site cleanups, turnover service for those who rent out their properties. Make sure you reach out to the man. He is Chad from Lacey Cleaning. Call him the best. Laceycleaning.com. That's L-A-C-E-Y cleaning.com. And AC Primetime Radio also sponsored by Get Smart Digital, the fastest growing digital marketing and online advertising company in the Atlantic City region and all of South Jersey. Visit GetSmartDigital.com.